Good morning, happy Monday, and welcome to the Language Confidence Project, the daily podcast for those who love languages and those who really don't, but have to learn one anyway. Now, on the Language Confidence Project, I talk a lot about the inner critic and all the ways she can talk us out of the language learning path that's actually right for us. And in an earlier episode, season one, episode 43, I also introduced you to the entire village committee of our brains, a rather eccentric bunch, including the Scrooge, the Timekeeper and the Curtain Twitcher, who spend most of their time arguing about the next most sensible decision according to all their wildly conflicting priorities. And today I have another character that I would love for you to meet. Now, after this highly technical explanation that's about to come, you might be hoodwinked into thinking I must be a qualified therapist or neuroscientist, so I have to add the disclaimer here that I'm not one. These are just the characters that live rent-free in my own head, who stick their nose into my language learning or business building or book writing, normally all of those, and I wanted to share them with you so that hopefully we don't live our whole lives according to their whims. So, do you know who has been a constant presence for me this week? I will tell you, the inner complainer. The inner complainer isn't trying to sway us to any particular decision like the Scrooge. She's also not trying to attack us like the inner critic. She just kind of sits there dolefully, musing about how life just isn't how we wanted it. She doesn't like where we live. She points out that this just isn't the life we promised ourselves. She wishes we didn't have to do this work. She rails against society, but not in any great moral sense, mostly just because she finds it inconvenient. And while we're at it, Why is studying so hard, so boring, so pointless, or so irrelevant? And it is so difficult to concentrate on your work or your studies while there is constant whining in your head. So, based on this week, I will tell you what probably won't work. First thing, trying to argue with her, or trying to solve her problems. The inner complainer isn't looking for solutions. She's looking for more problems. She's at her happiest when she feels the most boxed in. If you present her with data, she picks holes in it. If you present her with solutions, she's convinced they won't work and you'll waste loads of time trying. If you make the problem disappear, with no hesitation, she'll move right on to the next one. She categorically does not want to fix things. So if the inner complainer is running the show, my very first suggestions would be to take a break and ideally get outside or try to move around. You could also watch funny or wholesome things that fill you back up or whatever else you do that helps you to reset. But if none of those things are possible right now, you need to do this work and she's whinging away in your ear hole, here are some other things I've been trying that might just get you a bit of peace and quiet. Number one, 
Treat her like you would an actual chronic complainer in your life. Agree with her. Validate her complaints, but don't get drawn in. So when you're trying to finish a chapter and she's complaining that it's boring and stupid and this is not what you went to university for, literally reply to her, either in your head or out loud if that's appropriate. Things like, yeah, I know, I hear you, but not too long to go. Now look, five pages left and then carry on with what you're doing. Number two, mentally walk her out of the room. If you're in a public library, Imagine yourself leading her to the foyer and telling her you'll meet her there later. If you're on your own in a room, maybe even physically get up, walk her out and shut the door. It's not an eviction. It's not forceful. But she doesn't want to be there and you do because you have big goals. Number three, give her a new toy, something smaller to complain about. It makes my life really difficult when she's complaining about how everything is horrible and the whole world is futile. It doesn't make my life difficult when she's complaining that a certain illustration in the textbook is ugly or the wording isn't to her taste or she doesn't like an app's new update. So change the subject away from the existential dread and reroute her towards something more manageable. And number four, lots of rewards. Forgetting to the end of a section, forgetting to the end of the page, for having a really good thought, for having good posture, for seeing or writing three three-letter words in a row. It doesn't even matter. Just give yourself more little milestones to celebrate. The inner complainer at her core believes you have no real control over your life. And in her woeful narrative, studying is something that's been foisted on you by your school, by your country, by capitalism, by the world. You've been forced into this box and now you have to work and you have no say over it. But language learners, you have so much more freedom than she thinks. Even if a certain stage of your language learning journey is prescribed for you, maybe you have to pass these exams or you have to study certain things that you think you're never going to use in real life, you still have so much autonomy as to how you study it, how you bring it to life and what you do with that information to make it meaningful. The language world is beautiful and it can be such an incredible space to explore. So don't let her tell you that you're trapped here. The next three episodes this week are going to be a series for very reluctant language learners. So if you are learning a language through necessity and would rather be doing, well, pretty much anything else with your time, I really hope you'll join me. Have a wonderful day and I will see you tomorrow.